This podcast, hosted by Terry Cowley, profiles participants in the current Fairly Leadership Program, Goulburn Murray Community Leadership's flagship program, which provides an opportunity for people to develop leadership skills across the Goulburn Murray region, to explore the main issues facing the region, and to assist in bringing about positive change. It's just after 8 o'clock on a Thursday, which means it is time for the Fairly Leadership Series 2022. In the hot seat this morning is Summer Patel. Good morning, Summer. Good morning, Terry. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to come here and talk to you. Oh, well, same here. Now, you're doing the Fairly Leadership Program this year. I'll ask you all about it. But tell us a, a bit about your job. You're basically an engineer, is that right? Uh, yes, I'm a mechanical engineer. Mechanical engineer. And you work for Golden Valley Water. Yes. Do you help keep our water safe? Uh, yes, there's, that's part of the... Uh, job uh, for um, Golden Valley Water. We essentially take the water uh, uh, out of the rivers, out of the channels, make it safe for drinking and then you know, supply to our customers. We also take the wastewater away. Um, so yeah, that's part of our deliverable. And as a mechanical engineer, my job essentially uh, is to uh, look after all the mechanical equipment that's involved there. Currently, I'm a manager for the asset monitoring and maintenance team. That team also looks after all the electrical and and the automation aspects of the work. Uh, And uh, essentially, yeah, it's a huge part of keeping the water safe for our customers. All these things that we never think about when we turn on the tap and we just expect to get fresh water, although I'm on tank water, so I don't get your water. A lot of people don't, obviously, um, if you're not on the system, but most people uh, who, who are listening, I'm sure, would... Uh, get GV water. So yeah, all these things going on in the background to keep our water safe that we don't even give a thought to. So thanks for keeping our water safe. It's important. But GV water has um, has attracted a bit of publicity recently with the smell from the treatment uh, ponds, I suppose you could call them, up North, up North Shepparton Way. I know it's not your fault, but... <laughs> Uh, no, you're right. It is. Um, it's a uh, something that the team's working very hard on. I know that my team's involved in trying to uh, fix the issue, and yeah, I'm sure in due course um, this will be done. Yeah, I'm sure it will too. It's got a bit to do with water levels and weather and a few things out, outside our control. But yeah, a few people have been complaining about it. Don't get it so much down my way down south, but it has been a bit of an issue in North Shepparton. So tell me a bit about your journey to coming to Australia and being part of GV Water. Um, I I came to Australia about 10 years ago, um, joined as a mechanical engineer. Um, The first five years I've worked in mining uh, as a mechanical engineer. Um, Then I've decided mining's not for me uh, and moved to Victoria uh, and found a job. And where were you doing mining, uh, the mining work? I was all over the place. I was in WA, I was in Northern Territory, I was in Queensland. You got to see parts of Australia that many migrants probably wouldn't, though. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the regional, regional parts and almost rural, almost remote parts of Australia. Um, I'm really lucky that I was able to experience that. Uh, It's a fascinating part of uh, Australia and, yeah, I highly recommend people to go and have a look. Get to the outback, yep. So why did you want to do the Fairly Leadership Program? Um... That's a very good question, Terry. Um, the, uh, essentially, um, since we've moved to Shepparton, it's a, v- it's a very nice community of people here. Moving on, um, uh, whenever, when my wife and I had our first child, we got to thinking 
um, what can we do to enrich our community here? A part of that was trying to figure out who we are as a person. And um, the other part of that was to figure out what can we do to better our community. Um, my wife did Fairly Leadership last year um, and um, I'm doing it this year. And essentially it comes down to what motivates you, what can you do in your spare time to try and better outcomes for our society. I'm lucky that I've been able to find, out, find a couple of passions for, uh, as, a, as an individual. And really, as a group of, as a cohort that I sit with, it, it's an amazing bunch of people, you know, people who look after disadvantaged children, people who work with uh, people who had um, um, brain injury and things like that. It, it's, it's such an honor and it's so much, um, it gives you so much hope just to just sit in the company of these people and have a chat with them. Um, so you have a particular interest in creating awareness in science, technology, engineering and mathematics, we call it STEM these days, as a career for young people of the region. Why is that? Um, I am really passionate about STEM education. Uh, it's something that gave me a lot of purpose in my life. Uh, so I find that it's a really great career um, choice. So I want to do more as much as I can to promote that as an option for career uh, for, for our students in, uh, in this region. What have been some of the highlights of the Fairley project so far for you? My Fairley project um, was in the topic of resilience. So that's my second passion that I was going to talk about. Um, the topic of resilience is all about changing mindsets of people from thinking about the short-term gains and instead favouring some sort of long-term strategy. As we know, um, the, the way life is, people tend to... Uh, uh, promote short-term gains over long-term uh, gains and and that's very typical that's not that's not something unexpected um, as a group um, as a group of community-minded people we're only always going to have politicians who are going to look at themselves and go okay well is this going to help me get elected but sometimes um, changing um, changing long-term behaviors that takes a real leadership and that's where probably where community leaders can come in because they don't have anybody to answer to but they can generate that uh, goodwill and they can generate that conversation within the community to then you know make sure that the politicians do the right thing for us in the long term so what did you actually do with your project so as you know um, our region's quite lucky where a bunch of thought leaders and, and business leaders and um, people from all ends got together and came up with the Goldman Murray resilience strategy so that's a strategy which discusses exactly the thing that I was talking about, which is um, mindsets, uh, how we uh, essentially um, ensure our region that when the next pandemic comes or the next uh, economic uh, upset uh, that we might get into, the next war that happens, how does it affect our region less? We know we are going to enter into a, a period where unpredictability is going to rise, climate change is going to happen. So what would it need for us as a community to change ourselves so we are better prepared for that? So how do we become more comfortable with change? How do we become more how how do we become more comfortable with being uncomfortable? Is probably the uh, the crux of that thinking. So that's essentially what I'm trying to figure out. 
That's not an easy one. <laughs> oh, it absolutely isn't. Um, because essentially um, uh, the the issue around uh, discussing, uh, and that's what I got to, the issue around discussing long-term gains is, is a difficult proposition, especially when when people in our region are dealing with day-to-day things like homelessness, like uh, inflation. So in that case, you come up and you turn up and you say, oh, I'm going to think about a strategy that's going to help us in 20 years' time. That's not an easy conversation. But that's where community leadership comes in, to have those hard conversations. How has the program helped you, you know, find your way with some of these ideas? Um, as I was reflecting on before, the... Uh, the cohorts it really is the strength of the fairly leadership program. The individuals that I'm lucky to call them friends now are such a great um, source of inspiration and also a source of just to bounce your ideas off them. This project I ran with another person, um, uh, another a member of my cohort, and it was simply amazing to just sit collaborate and discuss with other leaders in this space and also be able to discuss with someone like myself who's probably a beginner in all of this and try and understand what could work to sell or to sort of uh, package this in a way that the community leaders understand what their responsibility is. So it was an incredibly rewarding experience and yeah, I'm lucky that I chose that as my community project. On a completely different tack, I see you like to design and create innovative items on 3D printers. Just the fact that we can print like 3D things kind of blows my mind a bit. Yeah, um, that is my hobby. You know, people like to play footy or or do other stuff, arts and crafts. Mine is doing the 3D printing thing. Um, It's a really... I really like it. Uh, My kids really like it because, you know, I essentially say, oh, this is a toy we're going to make. It's going to take six hours, but that's okay. It really? teaches them the so, value. So I've got, see, I've got no idea. I've never, you know, used the 3D printer. So you don't just sort of go, like, like normally we just get a document, press print. It's obviously not that simple with 3D printing. No, you have to imagine it's almost like pieces of paper stacked on top of each other. And you have to do the stacking, can't you just get one ready made? Well, where would be the fun in that? You can no, say. no, no. That's that's exactly <laughs> the point. You know, if you if if you could get that, we'd just go to uh, pop down to Big W and pick a pick a toy. But I suppose the, so. The fun part the is to actually make it to build it. Yeah. Okay, so it's quite creative. Hmm. What have you made lately on a th- on your three D printer? Um, lately, I've been quite busy to do something, but I made a little toy boat for my kids, um, and uh, they really loved it because it was all the, the springs and everything I three D printed as well. So you know, I could essentially just load hold all the thing up, wind it up, put it in their bathtub, and yeah, off it went, and they were super happy with that. And uh, does it always have to be made of plastic, or can you use different materials? The plastic that I use is um, is a biodegradable plastic, um, but uh, generally speaking, it's a plastic or nylon sort of that material that can melt at around two hundred degrees. So that's the that's kind of the only limit of the process. Having said that, um, these days three D printers have come up that can print in metal as well. So you'll essentially you can make the same object that I made, but completely in metal. I guess that would have lots of applications in engineering, wouldn't it? It does, yes. Hmm, okay, well, there you go. I'm sure we could talk about that all day, but it's an interesting one to think about. I, I guess ha- become. I abs- sorry, I absolutely can talk about it the whole day, but I <laughs> probably bore everybody. No, no, not boring at all. Um, I guess it's just one of those things that seems a little bit out there, but uh, as time goes by, we might have one in every house. Who knows?
absolutely. So you'd literally uh, say a part would be missing from a toaster or something and you could like, literally look it up and maybe um, print out a new part without even having go- going to the shop, things like that. It's funny you say that. I do have a part missing in the toaster. My <laughs> wife's already told me to print that. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, there you go. I was kind of joking, but there you go. It will, every house will have one <clears throat> before we know it. Now, the Fairly Leadership Program for next year is open at the moment for applications. What would you say if someone was thinking about uh, putting their hand up? Um, I'd, I'd absolutely encourage people to do that. Um, essentially because you don't know what you don't know. That's kind of the, the way uh, I approach things, especially when it's something that I'd, I've never done before. Um, with my experience with with uh, the leadership program, it was absolutely that. Um, I didn't know what I didn't know when I essentially stepped into the discomfort, stepped into trying to understand what's actually required in our region. It was confronting. It was difficult to understand. It was difficult to absorb. But when you got there, you sort of, you, you had a bit of a breakthrough. You could understand, okay, this is actually what you need to do to change. And it, this is what you need to do essentially make lives better for people in our region. Well, looking forward to seeing what you do with what you've learned, Summer, and thank you very much for your time today. Thanks, Terry. We've been talking to Summer Patel. He is a participant in the 2020 Fairly Leadership Program, which is currently open for applications. It's time to wake up to sleep at the 40 Wink Sleep Event of the Year. We're celebrating the importance of sleep nationwide. So until this Sunday, get up to 50% off mattresses and up to 30% off bedroom furniture. Plus, get free local delivery. T's and C's apply. A sale this big only happens once a year, so don't miss out. But hurry, the sleep event of the year must end Sunday. That sponsors 40 Winks, Riverside Plaza, Shepparton. You need it knocked over or smashed up. Keith McRae Demolitions are your demolition and environmental cleanup specialists. Equipped with EPA trucks and a mobile concrete crusher. They're also licensed asbestos removalists. Call into their yard where they stock a huge range of secondhand timber, steel, aluminium windows, all at super secondhand prices. Call Crowbar Demolitions today on 58299413. of 1FM. Footy finals are upon us again. Do you want a new TV to watch your team win the premiership this year? Jason's TV have large Samsung TVs on special with stock currently available. We love selling the Samsung TV range because not only is the picture quality great, but they have the best smart TV functions, including KO, for your sports viewing and the footy finals. Jason's TV can home deliver and set it all up for you with full instructions so it's easy to use. So for huge savings on your next TV, call Jason's TV 0403 688 1FM sponsor. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency, offering the area's only all-inclusive cat price commission rates. That's right, cat price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831 6405. That's 5831 6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com.au. This has been a podcast hosted by Terry Cowley on 1FM 98.5 Shepparton. For more information about the Fairly Leadership Program, go to fairlyleadership.com.au.